igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. The other thing is, you know, you need to believe in yourself that you can borrow with dignity and that you're worthy of whatever it is that you're borrowing because everyone knows that there's no such thing as an original song. You know, there's there's no such thing as a completely original song. I'll follow you wherever you go. Would you do that for me? Are you ever gonna set me free? Magnet child. Try to keep the good ones wild. Magnet child. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration Podcast with Fox Buyer. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the What's Your Inspiration Podcast. Today, again, a very special guest. His name is Jack Kane. Jack grew up in a small town in South New Jersey. The brother of two younger sisters, he's been blessed with a bilingual education, graduating from Brown with a degree in comparative literature in 2018. His talents include theology, philosophy, poetry, and songwriting. He has played in two bands and now uh, writes songs performed solo in Central Jersey and New York. Jack, how are you today? Thanks for having me, Fox. I'm great. How are you? I'm, as I always say, I am, I'm uh, better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. I can go to, go a lot of places. You know, J- Jack and I met. Uh, ooh, uh, what now? Probably back in November That's at right. a um, at an open mic in Westfield, New Jersey, at a coffee shop named Boxwood, where uh, Jack and I performed. Me only spoken word, uh, but Jack performed his talents with the guitar on the mic at, at Boxwood. We connected again <clears throat> just uh, just last month, and I thought, you know, after you performed. Man, he'd be a he'd be a solid guest. You, you I gave, appreciate you, that. You gave me yeah. You gave me your Instagram and let me let me. I said let me let me reach out and 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 uh, you responded right away. Um, well, so I, I here think... we are. You you uh, your man. There's there's a book out there called Range, and it's about people with a wide range of talents. And without knowing you, great. Um, I, I do I, I do believe that to be true. Uh, is that true, Jack? <laughs> put me on the spot um well no I, I think i have a few specialized talents um that i've spent many years um cultivating uh range is a is a word that scares me because i've always related with the phrase jack of all trades uh, master of none but it wasn't until recently that i learned the second half of that phrase which is still better than a master of one so i count myself lucky to have uh or blessed i, sh- I should say to have a few talents uh that i have cultivated and and they're they're pretty close in um in what what i'm trying to say they're pretty close in similarity they i linguistics um and music i think are are very um they work the same muscles in the brain and in the body um they take a lot of patience and they take a lot of study and um and alone time and just focus. And I think my real superpower is focus because once I can get into something, um, I'm tenacious and I won't let it go. Um, so if that's a song that I'm interested in learning, uh, but the opposite is also true where if something doesn't interest me, I'll just kind of kick it to the side. 
But yeah, it's funny. I was going to say like, uh, like attracts like, and I think you recognize as like, and I think you and I kind of uh, are compelled by the same forces of, um, and it's not music, you know, for you per se, but like I told you, you remind me of this French um, uh, spoken word artist named G GCP and GCM and he's got uh, a spoken word flow that really encapsulates a sort of musical dynamic. And I appreciate that about spoken word. I've always liked poetry and um, slam poetry. And when it's good, it's really good. When it's bad, it's really bad. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a thin line that we yeah. that we walk. Thank you for comparing uh, me to him. I'm, I'm probably nowhere in his, in, in his league. But yeah, so... Uh, what Jack is referring to at this open mic, you know, he uh, did a couple of songs and I did what a two or three minutes uh, spoken word uh, a few months. I wish you had done longer. Wish yeah, yeah. Sometimes when that gets long, but again, you can you can you can go to the other side. It's like you just referred to is there's, there's that thin line. So you can say a lot with a little, I think. Yes, I try to leave when uh, leave when I'm on top or hot, in other words, <laughs> or so to speak. Jack, you um referred to in some pre-interview questions as as music is art ground zero so uh, let's go to art ground zero for you do you recall the first song that you wrote oh um i i do i recall uh, it was two chords uh, and i later learned that they were the chords from plush by stone temple pilots but <sighs> i i figured them out by myself Great song. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever until I learned that it was another song. The first real song that I wrote and I put together is called Give and Take, and it's on YouTube. Um, my band performed it in high school. We were called Pre-Generation. And I have a guitar solo on that song. And I thought I was I thought I was pretty special when I played that in front of the school. But um I had a lot to learn on the instrument and on songwriting. And that was kind of like um a hard rock and pearl jam. Stone Temple Pilots type of song and I've really moved more into like the Elvis Costello, James Taylor um, type of people even Peter Paul and Mary uh, right now my I mean but yes I do kind of remember starting off in songwriting and I guess before that even there was another song that is also on YouTube that's called Undecided and that was uh, I wrote that when I was a junior in high school. It's a it's a heck of a journey right songwriting itself it is but, um, what is the most difficult, most challenging thing about songwriting to you and the most exciting thing about songwriting to you? Oh, great questions. Um, challenging. So believing in yourself, um, you have a concept or so what I have two main approaches for songwriting. One is is kind of the um, spaghetti on the wall tactic. And that is, I'll just be standing at the kitchen sink doing dishes and I'll just start singing. And it could be, you know, anything like um, uh, the other day I wrote a song just on this little air, that this little melody that I had. Uh, and I realized later that it came from another song. So the other thing is, you, you know, you need to believe in yourself that you can borrow with dignity and that you, you're worthy of whatever it is that you're borrowing, because everyone knows that there's no such thing as an original song. You know, there's there's no such thing as a completely original song. In other words, a song will always sound or borrow from another song because we don't live in a vacuum. So the first thing is just to have confidence that whatever you're 
thinking about is actually worthy of being a song because then you'll allow yourself to sit down and write it. Um, but the second thing is, is that it takes focus is that it's really fleeting. And whenever um, I've had this happen to me three times now, and I'll wake up in the morning and like that twilight area between sleep and wakefulness, and I'll have a melody or a chord progression or just two lines of a song in my head. And um, it's happened before that in, in spite of myself, I've gone back to sleep or, you know, and then I just forget it. It flies away. But these three times that it's, that it's come to me recently, I've had the presence of mind to pull out my phone and, uh, and just like sing this, like, you know, melody. Yeah. And then you can work from that and that becomes a song. And so on one hand, it's, it's faith. And on another hand, it's focus, I would say. I like that. The two F's faith and faith and focus. What, yeah. a, what advice do you have for beginning songwriters? I guess um, learn a lot of songs and they don't have to be your own songs. Um, but for me, I only write songs because I know what a song sounds like and I want to contribute to that world, you know? And, and I think um, I, I like a lot of times, and in college, especially when I was lonely or depressed, I would put on a record and um, I would just feel like that musician was there in my room. So I would like I had a Stephen Stills record that my sister got me that I would play on repeat and uh, and a John Coltrane record too, record too. And, and I would play those on repeat. And um, I guess what I started to learn was that there are just these like little things that like um, a musician will do. And they're so easy. Like you learn them when you're like, just picking up the instrument and it's like um john coltrane do da, do da, da, do da, da, da. or like um steven stills will do like um uh just like a one to a four to a to a uh dominant seven to the four and that's the entire song and that's johnny's garden but it's what it's it, what it's about for me is um and i wrote this down is like um every good song tells a story so the moment you feel like you have a story to tell that's when you need to, um, you recognize that. And then you don't discount it. It's like, oh yeah, well, but everybody has a story to tell. And like my story couldn't be that important, could it? Yes, it could. You need to tell that story. So yeah, that's, I'd say the most important thing to for someone who wants to start writing songs is, um, I mean, it's going to sound cheesy, but believe in your story. Like believe that you have something worth saying. And, and I mean, you might write a song where it's just like, um, there's no like story there. And, and I've written plenty of those songs, trust me. And if you have good friends, they'll tell you uh, that those songs don't really stir anything in them, but give it time and keep writing songs and you'll eventually hit that, you know, pay, <clears throat> pay dirt, excuse me, where something will um, start to turn and the gear will mesh with another gear. Yeah, there's a there's an expression in Nashville. They say, "Dare to suck," right? You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna write yeah. some songs that, that that aren't all that solid. But again, tell the truth. If you tell the truth, it cannot be cannot be denied in the song. Well, you know, I mean, I was that's so funny because I was on um, I was on YouTube and there was this guy and there was somebody spoofing on country music, and um, you know, she's just like in this, you know, making fun of it. Beer, beer, truck, truck, America. America and uh, the guy's like, 
that sounds like a good song. And he writes it, and he goes, beer, beer, truck, truck, America, America. And he goes, white, tail, deer, buck, this is what I mean, or something. And it was just like, whoa, that was, that was epic because he just told me a story in four words. Yeah, exactly. If you think of a lot of songs, they're, they're, they're space, right? They're, they're not um, as, they're Exactly. not real wordy. They're not Exactly. real, real wordy. If you can, if you can do it more and less words, you have a, I have a special talent, which um, obviously you have, and, and we're going to Thank get to you. that after Yeah. we play a game called What, Which, and Where. Love it. So, so Jack, the way this goes is I'm going to read you a quote. It could be a line from a book, a movie, a song, and you can see if you can tell me from, uh, from where it came. It could be the artist, the author, uh, the movie, or the book itself. I'm a quiz bowl champion. Let's go. Okay, he's ready. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a rare attitude on this podcast. Uh, most are most are a little apprehensive. You, however, No, bring it on. are not. <laughs> I'm All training right. for Jeopardy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The quote goes like this. If you can't make fun of yourself, you're missing the best joke of the day. I think that's Einstein, isn't it? No, okay, wait. Um, gosh, It goes I know this. someone that was born in the 20th century and is still alive today. Can't make fun of yourself. You're missing the best joke. How does it go? If you if you can't make fun of yourself, you're missing the best joke of the day. And it may have well been uh, Einstein, but I uh, I know it is as, as someone else a bit more contemporary. That's a good quote. I love that quote. My first instinct was Dr. Seuss. Um, obviously, he's, he's no longer living. Um, This man is alive. this man is alive. Somebody who... Uh, is it... Okay, this is out of left field, but is it Jim Carrey? It's a musician. You're in, Wait. you're in you're in the you're in the right ballpark. We have a, he is a, he is in film. He's an actor by trade. Okay. Mm. Oh, 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 uh, Bill Murray. No? Oh. I'd say a little bit closer. He might have been in um he might have crossed paths with Bill Murray in a film, maybe. I'll give you one more guess. Okay. Oh, man, I'm really uh, not living up to the hype here. Uh, I mean, they might have very well said this. At some point in their Sure, life. I'm sure they sure. did. I'm sure they have. Best joke of the day. Oh man, why don't I? Why don't I think about these things more often? Uh, that's kind of a, that's, I mean, a very random question. Uh, Yeah. as Charlie Sheen. Oh dang, that's a good one. You know, I I like have a strange affinity for Charlie Sheen. I don't, you know, I think he's he's one of us. explain explain I just think um, when I was in high school. Uh, I remember on the school bus, someone was talking about the Tiger Blood interview. And yes I think I think there was something going on there that wasn't really that everyone was missing, you know, and, and you know, I've I've uh, had brushes with addiction and I don't want to talk for him, but it seems like he was in a really dark place. And Sure. uh, And that's and where I think. I heard the, that's where I heard him say uh, what we just quoted. So I thought. And that's a great interview because he really just lets it fly. You know, He's I wish more people gave interviews like that. yeah, he's extremely transparent. Um, Yeah. what what role has is uh, humor 
humor played in your life? How have you used it as a weapon? Ah, that's a great question. Um, I think people say, when people say God has a great sense of humor, I think what time, a lot of times they're getting wrong is that he doesn't use it to our, um, I don't think he uses it to our uh, detriment. He uses it to our benefit. And so for me, humor in its best compares you to someone who you strive to be. So um, you, you can take this with as big a grain of salt as, as you'd like, but I was, I was listening to an interview of a, of a near-death experience um, and he had been to heaven and seen and, and seen the father God. And he said, you know, in heaven, you can do anything. You can even be like, you can even be a carpenter, you know, like my son. And so this guy kind of took that as like a kind of a pat on the back slash a, a, a wink and a nod from, from God, you know? And so, like I said, you know, um, it builds you up into someone who you, you aspire to be for me, humor, like is, um, is the difference between, I don't know if you've seen the movie, the substitute, um, which is I like haven't. A, yeah, it's like a real nitty gritty, like takes place in Miami. And there's this guy, he's a CIA agent. And he goes undercover at a school and he becomes a substitute teacher and he has to like win the hearts of the kids. And and then there's um there's Jack Black in School of Rock. And so I, I think humor a lot of times for me comes from comparison, but you you don't compare with the intent on 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 highlighting anybody's deficiencies. You compare with the intent of, of highlighting the meaningfulness of, of diversity and, and difference. And um, where we're diverse is where we're most alike a lot of times. So these two different movies have the exact same plot, but you could not imagine two more different movies. And I think that's hilarious. Like things like that really make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, Thank you. Things that mirror each other that you know right. make it eye initially we would we wouldn't think we wouldn't think so. Right. Cool. Good uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Humor as a weapon, episode sixty-nine here on the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Jack, it is time to grab your axe. Okay. And well I have it right Jack's here. Jack's gonna perform a song, possibly multiple songs here I've... on the podcast as as you get ready, um, <laughs> Jack. Um, please I- explain and talk to us a little bit about your your uh, your first number. Okay, so this first number is called Magnet Child and uh, has a little story behind it. Um, you said Magnet Child? So M-A-G-N-A, Child, and it's going to oh, be Magna. the name of my first EP. So the kind of dedication to this song is um, is is a dedication to a younger me. And I was I was thinking when I was warming up here uh there's a, a moment in my life that i wish i could i wish i could put my arm around younger me's shoulder and just tell him everything's going to be okay which was when i was at graduation at college and college was tough for me i never really i never really got the memo about what i was supposed to do to, before during or after and i never felt prepared and this kind of underlined the whole thing which is at a graduation they asked everyone who had made magna cum laude to stand up and I thought that that was the same as with honors. Anyway, so I stood up and um, I, I kind of felt like I had egg on my face after that, but it didn't really matter. So what I just tried to say with this song is, you know, just keep being yourself and, and don't worry about making mistakes because, you know, mistakes only make you, if you don't, 
dwell on them, they, they can teach you a lot about yourself. So this is called Magna Child, and this is another one that came to me in a dream. Magna Child Try to keep the good ones wild Magna Child Magna Child Magna Child Fell in love with you when you smiled Magna Child Magna Child We were in the parade Everyone had something to say Nobody knew It was only me and you Magna Child Fell in love with you when you smiled Magna Child Magna Child Magna Child Child, child. 
Jack Kane with a note to his former self, Magda Child, was reviewing a book uh, called Eleven Rings, written by Phil Jackson, former NBA coach and front office executive and player. There's a quote in that book that reads something like this, uh, forget mistakes, forget failures, today is your lucky day. What a great uh, 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 homage to your to your former self. That's, are you familiar with the band James from the 1990s? Not at all. Okay. Uh, that, that sounds a lot like um, just one of their albums from the 90s. Um, I, I love it. I, I love it. I love the idea uh, from the song. And of course, it's this word in music, uh, proxy. So it sounds like... Um, there's a connection between the words, the concept, and, and, and the melody itself. So awesome job. Kudos to you, you, Jack, you with, so with Maga Child. Would you be interested in playing another song? Yeah, I could play another song. Yeah. And I mean, uh, um, we'd, uh, yeah, we'd, like... we'd, we'd love it. We discussed, you know, audience, we discussed the possibility of this before, before yeah. we began the recording. Um, and I, I think I think you're pretty warm to it. I we like it. And, I, and if you haven't performed Maga Child out, you need you need to do that. Yeah, that's that's the first time I've ever performed that one. Um, this one I've performed a couple times, and it was actually the first song that I've ever had come to me in a dream um, that I've ever written um, that I've ever been proud of. I, I should say. So this is uh this is called Jerry's song. I changed it. Uh, it's on it's, it's on uh, Spotify's Gerald's song, but I think Jerry sounds better. And it's um it's an homage to my dad. And you know I I can't explain why exactly, but um, I lost my grandfather this year, and it was a tough blow because I'd never lost anyone that close to me before. So I think I processed it through um, just this rumination on um, on leaving and and uh, heaven and departure and staying. Anyway, I'll play it for you. This is called Jerry's Song. If I leave this place behind, would you still remember me? Would you write a song shedding a tear? If I leave Tomorrow or today, a simple melody is all that I would really want to hear. Sing it on the light of every fountain. Sing it on the platform.
Smile to the sky and count the stars. To all the Jerry's out there, to all the grandfathers out there. That's Jerry's song. I mean, a great um, <clears throat> homage to to your grandfather. And and I think a lot of people will uh, will will connect with that. Um, good stuff. You you played really really well. I don't know if you, you realize that, but you are you're, you're coming in great, uh, great on uh, on on my end. As we we wrap up our uh, conversation today, Jack. We, we know all heroes don't wear a cape, but if you had the opportunity to take a one hour car ride with one of the following three people, who would it be and why? Would it be William Shakespeare? Would it be uh, uh, Hopkins from, uh, what's the name of the, Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins, or would it be Tom Petty? Oh, <laughs> Tom Petty, obviously. Um, uh, for what obvious reasons? Oh, I mean, right. Those were those are three. I mean, I was considering each one very, very carefully until you said Tom Petty, because um, in my estimation, and I'm glad you finished with this question because it was a really easy one for me, but Tom Petty has made some of the best driving music of all time. And if you ever put on Running Down a Dream um, in the car and follow that up with Wildflowers, I guarantee you'll have to pull over to the side of the road and start bawling like a child. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah. the best type of music for when you're driving. But no, I think, I mean, I, that's a name I should have mentioned earlier was Tom Petty. It was just such an amazing songwriter. Last Dance with Mary Jane. I mean, I remember when I saw the Foo Fighters in probably 2010, they closed with that song, I want to say, and then they took a helicopter off to um, the late night David Letterman show and it was still on the air. And it was amazing. And that's the thing that I remember most out of that whole concert. I know Dave Grohl played the drums on one song. I know they had a sticker of Freddie Mercury on the bass drum. But what I remember is Last Dance with Mary Jane. So, um, yeah, and that's one of those guys that I didn't grow up with. Um, Anthony Hopkins is just amazing, but I'm not an actor. And um, Shakespeare, I mean, I, I love Shakespeare. I do. 
um, for the sonnets mostly. And, um, you know, I think if you ask me <laughs> in three to five years, if I've, you know, at that point found a girlfriend and or fiance, uh, whatever may happen, then I'd probably say Shakespeare. But right now, <laughs> in my spirit, I feel Tom Petty would be the, the coolest car ride companion. Um, and I would picture us driving down to PCH or um, even the, uh, what's that one in New York? Um, uh, with all the trees and stuff. Um, the highway down there. Anyway, yeah. it's, yeah, you know the one, right? Swing and a miss for me too. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, anything I, I mean, anything that, that, that I think, I think the other reason why I chose Tom Petty is that he's an American and um, those other guys are Brits. Is Anthony Hopkins a Brit? I, I can't confirm that. I don't know. I, mean, I do not know. I just watched that movie again. And I think I mentioned that in the, you did, the thing. You did. but um, I wanted to give a shout out to the new Puss in Boots too, while I still have time because um, I forgot to mention that. And that movie, if you like Shrek, you're going to love this movie. And this is like, I was like, oh, what, what am I doing? And going to the theater to watch Puss in Boots. And then the theater started getting packed. And I was like, what's going on? Uh, I know I'm rambling here, but no, that's OK. That's OK. But it's yeah. it's yeah. So it's amazing how when we, we talk about art, it's it's hard to stop talking about art. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and you've you've given us a lot, um, and I think I echo everybody else's sentiment when I say uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. I'll post your Instagram in the uh, in 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 the show notes, and you just you. as they say, rock on, Jack. You too, Fox. Thanks okay. for having me. This has been a lot of fun uh, uh, for Jack. This has been episode sixty nine of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. We will talk with you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.